All You Need To Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of February. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know before the start of your day so that you can spend just a little longer planning your weekend. The presentation of the interim budget took centre stage yesterday and the Modi government delivered what many called a prudent pragmatic spending plan. Officials that helped make the budget said that the fiscal deficit target of 5.1% for the next financial year was realistic and the fruit of fiscal prudence, while the growth in tax revenue is expected to be buoyant. Revenue Secretary Sanjay Malhotra said that the government is assuming a tax buoyancy of 1.1, which comes from an expected growth of 11.5% in tax collections. Meanwhile, in a clarification on the allocation towards the FAME scheme, TV Somanathan, who is the Finance and Expenditure Secretary, told NDTV Profit that the subsidy had not been cut. Rather, what has already been promised is being paid out and the scheme is coming to an end on uh, the 31st of March. The allocation towards the scheme that was aimed at bolstering adoption of electric mobility has been reduced by 48% in the interim budget for FY25. Moving on, Bloomberg has reported that Bain Capital has earmarked $7 billion to invest in India over the next three to five years. The Boston-based firm has also planned to increase its team of 25 private equity and special situations investment professionals by 15 to 20% over the next two to three years. In other news, a number of major investors in Baiju's have called for an extraordinary general meeting to seek changes and remove Baiju Ravindran and his family from the EdTech's board as it walks a tightrope between winding up and surviving. The investors include Process and they issued the EGM notice to Think and Learn shareholders yesterday to meet and discuss the resolution of the company's outstanding governance, financial mismanagement and compliance issues, uh, as well as the reconstitution of its board of directors and to make a change in the company's leadership. Oil has fallen after a choppy session as traders took into account conflicting reports of progress on an agreement to pause the Israel-Hamas war. Al Jazeera has reported that Israel has agreed to a ceasefire but later deleted that post and now says that Hamas has received the proposal in a positive atmosphere. Bloomberg, meanwhile, has reported that negotiations are in early stages and a breakthrough isn't expected in the coming days. As of this morning, Brent crude was trading at below $79 to the barrel, having traded at over $83 just days back. Now, the head of the International Monetary Fund has reportedly said that the Federal Reserve and other major central banks face more risks by easing monetary policy too early than being too late. But it stressed that the Fed shouldn't hesitate to cut interest rates. One of the major data points that investors and economy watchers will look at closely is the monthly U.S. employment report, which is set to be released today. This is, of course, the first real check on the company's job market this year. The latest print on data gains significance after Fed Chair Jerome Powell alluded to the strength of the market in his comments post the recent Fed decision this week. U.S. equities gained on the back of strong earnings by a few of the largest listed companies. Meta Platforms 
gave a forecast for revenue growth that beat estimates while announcing it will pay its first ever quarterly dividend of 50 cents a share and authorize an additional 50 billion dollars in buybacks. Amazon reported strong profit and gave an operating income outlook that surpassed estimates. Shares of both firms jumped in extended trading. Apple, meanwhile, while posting better than uh, than expected sales in the holiday quarter reported notable weakness in China, which dented the shares. That's based on Bloomberg reports. The Dow gained over 350 points, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbed over a percent each. And we've got a reasonably strong start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region with two of the three early rises trading positive. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How's it looking today? Good morning, Alex. Um, it's a morning wherein you don't need anybody else to tell you that uh, the goings could be healthy simply because the world markets are a very happy place. I was I was a part of, or well, I attended a session yesterday post-budget uh, which had some of the A-listers of the Indian capital markets and the mood was unequivocally constructive on markets. So most people were... Uh, very constructive about what could happen between now and at least the next election or the next budget never mind what happens uh, till next uh, january so the mood is constructive in the minds of the people the only question is what can deliver and what cannot and i think that's what people will focus on so futile to try and make a daily prediction about what could happen today and the next day but just that uh, the mood today on the globe seems to be very very strong which is good. So therefore, focus squarely on uh, what could happen, what could happen to specific companies and newsmakers in the session today. Uh, we will do a separate podcast maybe on what the budget beneficiaries could be because they've been discussed ad nauseum already. Uh, so let me talk about the key newsmakers today uh, and, and the earnings to keep in mind in the session today. There could be a bit of an issue for GMM Fodler for a business that has long promised strong numbers, better margins, etc. This quarter would be a bit of a disappointment simply because everything, every line item on a consolidated basis, they kind of came off relative to estimates. Revenues were up 8% at 856. The estimates were 917 crores, so not that strong. EBITDA was down 3.8% at 113 crores versus an estimate of 138. And similarly, of course, margins were lower than estimated and, and dragging the bottom line. So it was up 64%, the net profit, uh, but it was at 30 crores versus a Bloomberg estimate, which was 70 crores. So a bit of a disappointment when it comes to uh, the numbers for GMM Fodler. Godrej Agrovet, uh, again, a set of numbers which uh, were muted. Uh, maybe you could argue slightly better than Bloomberg estimates, but a bit muted. Uh, so watch out for that uh, number as well in the session today. At par, you could argue the kind of numbers by Indian hotels. So with a 16 and 18% uptick in revenues and PAT, it almost clocked in what the Bloomberg estimates uh, believed it will. And, and similarly, actually, for City Union Bank as well, on most parameters kind of clocked in numbers uh, that met what the street estimates were suggesting. Were there some uh, key disappointments? Uh, I don't know if it's a key disappointment or no, but Thyro Care 
much much lower than what was anticipated a flat by bottom line performance much lower than the estimated 23 crores and they've delivered 14 crores of pad so that is a number that could also um, be a bit lower or considered a bit lower similarly for somani ceramics very flattish performance on the top line bottom line expanded but lower than bloomberg estimates so these are a few um, emphasis, um, uh, you know, we know that software companies didn't have a great number, but uh, for emphasis, while the revenues were up about 2%, uh, and they were, you could, I mean, largely in line with estimated, but the but the EBIT numbers, and they saw pressure on the EBIT front, which is a bit of a problem. Margins were down 57 basis points at 14.89 versus 15.46. Again, not dramatically lower, and they've, men- they've mentioned in the last quarter they will maintain this band. But yeah, uh, the margins were a bit uh, lower as well. And the net profit at 4.7, down 4.7% at 373 crores versus an estimated 392 crores. So a bit of an issue there for emphasis on the on the bottom line front as well. HFCL for all the gains that the stock has made, shoddy performance margins were down 425 basis points at 11% versus 15.6%. Net profit down 18.9% at 82 crores versus 101 crores. So not a great show you have to admit. <laughs> Let me tell you what did okay, right? We've spoken a lot about companies that didn't do well. Um, and there are more. VST Tillers, for example, had a, had a pretty forgetful quarter and that stock too could be reacting in the session today. What did okay? Jupiter Wagons, I thought was okay. Revenues up 39% at 895 crores. Uh, there's margin expansion, 144 basis points at 13.88 versus 12.43. And mind you, for this business to expand margins, it's 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 not that easy as managements have told us quarter after quarter. But they've done okay. Net profit up 82% at 81 crores versus 44.6 crores. So all in all, seemed okay. And this repeat, there was an encore of sorts by its peer, Texmac or Rail, with revenues up 43%, a bit up 47%. Margins were up 24 basis points at 9.2 versus 8.95. And net profit at 25.8 crores versus 9 crores. So, you know, decent performance by by this one as well. There's just a lot of numbers, so please keep that at the back of your mind. Uh, from amongst the larger names, I think the other company which disappointed was Bata. Revenues flattish, uh, and that is what was probably anticipated, though it's lower than estimated. But um, the EBITDA number and the margin number was a bit of a disappointment. Margins down to 270 basis points at 20% versus 25.7%, as a result of which dragging down net profit at 30% lower at 58 crores. The estimates was a net profit of 110 crores. So clearly, clearly a bit of a disappointment uh, for, for Bata. And lastly, what did well was Castrol, which, you know, the stock has done well in the recent past. And I think the numbers better than Bloomberg estimated. Let's see if the stock shows a bit of a reaction. It's a busy day from an earnings perspective with, you know, Aegis Logistics, which has had a good move off late uh, coming out with numbers. We have some chemical names uh, like Alkyl Amines or, or chemical and agrotech names, Alkyl Amines, Dhanuka Agritech coming out with numbers, Fine Organic coming out with numbers. So uh, the Jubilant Pharma Nova has a set of numbers coming out today as well. Uh, there is uh, Metropolis Healthcare. Uh, which will report. So I think all of these companies will be in focus from amongst the larger names. Certainly watch out for UPL. And it's a quarter to reckon with for UPL as well. So these are a few uh, that you've got to keep in mind. Uh, look at the auto sales, of course, for the two-wheelers in particular, Hero TVS reporting about 20 to 23% uptick in auto sales for the month gone by. So I think all of these uh, should be 
in focus. And of course, uh, the very interesting thing before we wrap up was the kind of uh, subscription that came in for BLSE services. 162 times. Quite stunning, really, uh, for the start of the year. So do watch out for this one. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend.